From WLPPLP Palinville, this is Worlds of Adventure. Hello, and welcome to our inaugural season of Worlds of Adventure. If you were with us in the fall when we aired our pilot, we've made a few changes on the show. For one thing, we've moved all of the details about how we create our drama into the background, so you're not going to hear anything about the kinds of scenes that we're calling, or who gets a drama token, or what card somebody needs to match in order to succeed at a task. We're simply going to present for you a radio play generated on the fly by those elements. If you haven't heard our show before, and you're curious about how we produce it, go back and listen to our pilot. It's on our website, worldsofadventure.org, and you'll see how we did it. For another thing, this is a half-hour show now. For our listeners on WLPP, don't worry, you'll still be getting a full hour of Worlds of Adventure every week. We'll be airing two episodes at a time. And if you happen to miss an episode, if you're away or are busy that day, you'll have a chance to hear it again. For listeners on the internet, this means that you'll get a fresh new episode every week. As we mentioned, this show is completely unscripted and unrehearsed. Everything is created on the fly by Improv Games, which you can download from our website. Once per season, we write one sentence on a piece of paper and everything else for the rest of the season follows from that. This season, the sentence that we chose was, Fae spirits inhabit the Catskills and influence the lives of generations of inhabitants. Yes, that's right. No dinosaurs, no aliens. This year, we're going to be setting worlds of adventure in a Catskill mountain town just like Palinville. Or rather, just like the town that Palinville would be, if all of our local legends and all of our local folklore happened to be completely true. The cast gathered for an evening to come up with the background for this season's story, and this is what we came up with. Lower Clove, New York, is exactly what its name suggests that it is. It's a tiny little hamlet sitting at the foot of Catterskill Clove, where the water from Catterskill Falls tumbles down through Catterskill Creek on its way to the Hudson. Over its history, it's been a number of things. It's been a stopover point for sightseers going up to the peaks of the Catskills. It's been a center of leather tanning. It had its heyday during the boarding house craze of the Catskills. And it's been a spot that drivers drive past, but more and more of the cars on their way up the mountain to the falls or to the ski resort are stopping in for a bite to eat or a place to stay or to shoot a round of golf or even to take in the local production of Hamlet. Above all, it's best known for being the fictional home of Rip Van Winkle. It's had bad times, and it's had good times, and right now it's enjoying a bit of a renaissance. There are all the usual things that you would find in a tiny little town. 
There's a post office, a volunteer fire department, a gas station, a couple of good restaurants, some nice places to stay, and they've even just opened up the Palin Theater, right between Ned's Barber Shop and the Catterskill Falls Wine and Spirits Store. Across the street, a group of new-age do-gooders have just started a community radio station. In short, it's the last place that you would expect to be the target of a major FBI investigation. But today, that's exactly what is happening. Well, Denver, glad you can make it. Uh, got a pretty big mission ahead of you right here, and I, I think you're something you might be interested in looking at. Oh yeah, what's that? Uh, well, what we got here is uh, a pretty well-known judge has gone, gotten himself killed out in the Catskills, and uh, well, you know, he was really against uh, secret societies, really against. Uh, organizations like that and I know you got some uh, connections to this type of thing you, you like following up on this type of information so I was uh, I was thinking if you'd like to head on out to that side of the world I don't know I think uh, I think I've got a pretty big plate of cases here what makes you think that I'd be interested in this this doesn't seem like something that we would normally take care of well prominent judge and if we can get this all taken care of nice and smoothly pretty certain we can actually uh, get some security back on uh, for your job sort of thing you see there's been uh, a lot of questions about the department lately and I'm afraid you're the one that's making these questions up to surface so I'm, uh, I'm really not sure what's going on right now but uh, uh, I, I think the fact that your budget is like 300 times over is uh, one of the problems that we need to deal with. Okay, hang on a second. I didn't crash that plane. It wasn't me. I don't even know how to fly a plane. Wait, if it wasn't you who crashed the plane, then who was flying? I wasn't even in the plane. I don't know why you keep bringing this up. We've had this discussion. The reason that budget went out the window is because a plane was signed off in my name. I did not do it. You need to fix this. Well, I have right here plenty of evidence of you parachuting from this plane. We've got videotapes, we've got pictures, and quite frankly, a little girl wrote me a letter in crayon saying, please never send Denver to my city again. What I need you to do is go out there, get away from this part of town, and just hide underneath the bush for a little bit, and find out who killed this guy. I don't like it. I don't like this one bit. But, fine. I'll make it work. Alright. Your partner will be waiting for you. I believe uh, we're sending Kate out in this one. Who? Kate. She's uh, she just got just recently got transferred to our department. You'll 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 find out all about her. This doesn't sound good at all. I'm I'm not pleased with you right now. Don't call me if it unless it's absolutely necessary. Shut the door on your way out. So, Denver, what do you know about this place? All I know is this, this is a situation. damn fine coffee. <laughs> um, my, uh, my parents come from this, t- this area of uh, 
New York. Yeah. I never lived here. They left when I was, or before I was born. So I'm not too sure about much of this. Mm-hmm. I do remember them talking about this coffee, though, and it is. I have no idea why they sent me here, though. I just, I mean, I just, I mean, in this this part of the world, I mean, it's got nothing. Um. In comparison to what, Virginia? Whoever our perp is, they've hung the victim by the neck from one of the old bridge cables. Well, here comes the paramedics and the coroner. Hopefully they can figure it all out. Sheriff, how are we gonna get that body down from that bridge cable there? How the hell did he get up there? Uh, Sheriff, I think the FBI is here. Oh, no, 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 no. Pedro, I don't understand why they've sent these people. I can't believe this. Not much, not much we can do if the feds want to come in. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. They're going to bungle this investigation. Welcome to Lower Clove, agents. I'm Deputy Lee. May I see your identification, please? Let's see. Special Agent Wilma and Special Agent Winkle. Right. Sheriff Hanselman's right this way, if you'll follow me, please. Hello, hi, age. Hello, hello, agents. Hello, pleased to meet you. Hi, my name is Bonnie Heiselman. My name is Kate Wilma. I'm the county sheriff here. Good to meet you. Where can I get some more? I'm coffee? a field agent who's just been assigned to this to this case. Oh no, that's not going to do. Huh? That's not going to do. Respectfully, I'm. <clears throat> we're the FBI. We can be on any case we want to. Why did they send you here? I don't know. I'm asking myself the same thing. We've been sent here to take care of... No, you idiot! Be careful with the body! Oh! Jesus Christ! What the hell? Oh my god. Did you take control of your people? What the hell are you doing over there? This is a complete disaster. Well, I can see that maybe they, that their training isn't quite up to quite up to where it is in Virginia. Talk about a two-bit God operation. God damn it, Sean! What the hell are you doing? So this is why the FBI has been called in for this exact reason. So kindly step out of our way. All right, but my, but we're, but you can't keep us out of this. We're gonna, like we're I gonna said. do our own investigation if necessary. 
I don't see why you need to do that if the FBI is perfectly capable of taking this case from you. Listen, you folks don't know what's, what it's like around here. You don't know these people. You don't know these towns. Sean, pull the body out! Come on! Get your act together, man! <laughs> Sorry, Sheriff! I'd be happy if he did get their act together. Rip, what do you think of this? Uh, well, I think we've got a classic case of idiot sheriff's department in a small town that needs some fixing. But... Not today. I need some coffee first. Engine three has command. Paul, you're the Paul, you're the damn chief of the fire department. Get your ass in there. God damn it. Evidence is going to have a hard time cleaning up this mess. What's he doing? Uh, he's, he's your partner, ma'am. Say, like I said, what do you... Like, listen, why are you walking away? Shh, 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 shh. Just huh? quiet. Just a little bit of quiet. Body's over there, you know. Don't worry about the body. You go look at the body. I got stuff here. See yourself. I see something kind of glisten, and I quickly like look around, make sure nobody's looking, and pocket a small trinket in front. What's going on over here? We've figured out these idiots. It's this body. I've been looking at this body. Um, there's something strange. I'm trying to can't quite put you my mean finger the, on it. You mean what Tom's pointed out there? The strange purple stains on his fingers. I think I could have found that out very well myself. Thanks. The purple stains on his fingers. Yeah. Huh. We have to get him back to Tom's, uh, Tom's, Tom's clean room. Cleaning room? Clean room. To do, to do forensics. You know what a clean room is, right? I do know what a clean room is. Thank you very much. So, do you, do you folks want to, want to, want to use our facilities while you, are you going to commandeer our lab too? I guess it'll have to do. Not sure if it's going to compare with what they have in Albany, though. You are listening to Worlds of Adventure from WLPPLP in Palinville, New York. E. Hudson County Medical Examiner's Office. Oh, hello, Mary. No, I'm afraid your husband's still in the lab with the sheriff right now. No, I don't know what time he'll be home for dinner. 
Okay, you have a good day too, hon. All right, time of death looks to be between 4.30 and 5.30 a.m. Uh, obvious signs of trauma around the neck area, but loss of blood and swelling um, suggest that the body was moved here after the, the killing. Boy, we can blame the, the incompetence of this local oh. town. Uh, so you're, you're saying, Adrian, that you believe that the, the victim was killed through stra- strangulations. How do you explain this and this then? Oh, I didn't say that. I'm saying that you're saying that the body was moved. We can determine that because we were there when the local enforcement dropped the body down the river. Don't have a whole lot of experience with... Lowering a body down off of a suspension bridge. And that's why the FBI are here. To make sure that these types of situations don't happen frequently. I'd appreciate your, your insights on this case then, Agent. Well, from what I've been told, uh, was a local judge, part of a low-profile case, perhaps the... He got a little bit too involved in whatever was going on in this town, and somebody took it out on him. Very, very insightful. The only evidence of blunt force trauma is this slight, uh, slight bruising here on the, the cranium and the, the right arm. Uh, but you said the body was dropped into the, into the riverbed? Unfortunately, that was the case, yes. Well, that could, uh, that could explain that. It certainly could. He did land on his head, actually. Naturally, we can't find out whether the body was, whether the body had trauma before he was dropped into the river. Well, um, if there were, the, the pattern of swelling from when the body was, was alive uh, is different than, than rough handling from even very rough handling, like dropping from a suspension bridge at uh, some time uh, after death. What are you saying? How, how much forensics do they teach you at that, that fancy FBI academy of yours? <clears throat> what do you make of these spots, the ones we saw at the... Um scene. Now, these are very unusual. This, this almost looks to be something topical. That's very interesting. Um, distinct purple discoloration at the distal end of the fingers on the right hand. Could this could be, be self-inflicted? Could be, could be ink? Could be... You mean that you're, you're asking, did, uh, did he hang himself? Perhaps, or maybe he died for some other means, like poisoning or so, exposure to something toxic. I'm waiting on the results back from the lab of the toxicology workup. Um, it would be difficult for the judge to have killed himself and then moved himself to the, the suspension bridge and, and hung himself by the neck. Hmm. As I'm sure all of you well-trained 
law enforcement professionals surely must know. Well, two of us are well-trained. I'm wondering if maybe there's just two separate incidents and this and hanging him from the from the bridge may have just been something to that the perpetrator might have done as a warning. It's possible that's out of that's out of my professional competency. I can tell you what happened to the body. I can't motive's all yours, sheriff. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Why don't we uh, pack everything up, send it up to my office. Kate and I will look over the records. We'll figure something out. We'll get back to you. That goes for you too, Bonnie. Pack the body up and send it to No, me. just like all the records, all the toxicology, everything. Just pack it up into a nice little neat folder, ship it off to my office, and we'll take care of this. Legally, I can't do that. I'm, requi- I'm required Legally, to I'm the it. FBI. Here's your papers. Thanks. Special Agent, this is Bonnie Heiselman. Bonnie, um, Bonnie, wait, 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 I've got papers from you right over here on my desk. I've got one heck of a strange-looking uh, coroner's report, and uh, I don't know why, but a bunch of faxes uh, listed for Denver. Well, I think they're pretty plain and clear, Barney. I think, uh, I don't understand why the FBI is involved in this investigation is seems like a perfectly cut-and-dry investigation. Well, unfortunately, a federal judge was uh, lost during this time. Uh, has there been any, How are the agents going along? Have they, have they investigated why he was there? There doesn't seem to be any cooperation. Uh, they seem to be investigating it, but they seem to have uh, forgotten the more human element of the investigation. Well, yeah, I'm trying to understand that people are uh, kind of... When they're, when they're new to things, they have a tendency to be uh, a little bit more wary and kind of protective of what they are. And I think this is the first time I've sent both of them out in that region. Um, yeah, give them, a few, uh, give them a few more days, let them get, you know, settle some roots, and uh, I'm certain they'll grow on you. Uh, in the meantime, I was wondering if you could actually send me uh, a more appropriate uh, coroner's report. This one seems to have faxed a middle finger, and I don't think it's the judges. All right, I'll get right on that, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping, uh, Special Agent, that you'll be able to get your, your, get your men to cooperate. Uh, well, I'll talk to them and see if they're, uh, see how the investigation's coming along, but they're, they're going to be there for quite some time until we get this thing all followed through. 
But, uh, yeah, that's just, just gotta keep, keep, keep the crew in line and, uh, uh and hopefully things will run out, run, run pretty well. Good to see you again, uh, Adrian. Yeah. Um, hopefully we can get off to a, a better introduction, as it were. Um, I, think, uh, I think we got off on the wrong foot and uh, a proper introduction is in order. That sounds really, that sounds really fine. Uh, I hope you like the... I hope you like the coffee shop. The coffee here is great. I heard you like a good cup of coffee. I do, and it's quite good. Um, this is uh, um, probably the best coffee I've had in quite some time. So it's better than the sludge they service at the FBI. Um, anyway, the reason that, uh, uh, aside from the formalities of asking you to the, the coffee shop, was um, we really need to, to figure out uh, some way to to come to a common goal. Um, and I think the easiest way to do that is uh, if we can... if we can fake being on the same page. Now, that's probably not ideal for either of us. And I can understand why you're upset that we're here. And I can understand that... Uh, it, it it's a little difficult to be in a situation where random people just show up out of nowhere and start taking control. But I think for the for the betterment of of this case and uh, keeping control over uh, your county, uh, if we can come to some sort of um, understanding, I suppose. That that sounds really that sounds really good. Yeah, I, I mean, the only thing my department can really offer you is, uh, is, is, you know, we, I know you guys, I know you, you both have good investigation skills, and you, and you know your stuff. I mean, I know the people around here, and I know that they don't like outsiders, and they've got a lot of, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of history here. Sure. There's a lot going back, so... I mean, that's the only thing I can offer you is, you know, is maybe we can find something that goes beyond the forensic reports, that goes a little bit deeper. Yeah, and I, and I think that, um, that perhaps, maybe not today, but sometime soon you can, you can help me uh, with some of my 
uh, personal endeavors. I'm not here for uh, just the FBI. We'll leave it at that. The, um, I have to say that the FBI comes into, into my county. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not unprepared. So, I know that your parents come from this part of the, of, uh, 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 part of the, uh, of the country. So yeah, that was that was a little bit of a surprise to find out, but um, I think we can work together. Good. You have been listening to Worlds of Adventure with Ben Feldman, Amanda Yilmaz, Eugene Fong, Rachel Young, and Susan Davis. And now we pause for these messages from your local community radio station. <laughs> 